5: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on a Chamber of Commerce Day all across Central Florida. It is absolutely delightful out there as far as as the temperature and the weather. It is horrible, horrible out there as it comes to traffic. The predictions that we passed along to you yesterday about a very, very busy six weeks here in West Central Florida with spring breakers. Boy, I tell you what, it's time to hunker down if you live here, because they are here. I um I could not believe the traffic I got installed in this afternoon. Uh, I'm talking about 2 o'clock. I'm talking about 1.45, 2 o'clock. Unbelievable traffic, so much so that I had to hop off the interstate and use my native Tampa skills to navigate some back roads, and then I got hung up with a uh, a school that was um, letting out, and they had a very special day. There was, kids, there was elementary kids all over the place. But anyway, I am delighted to be with you this afternoon. And, you know, even when you have some challenges like that, we are living in the absolute best place on the globe. Got a great show lined up for you this afternoon. As always, the phone lines are open for just you, well, for everybody. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Top story coming up in a moment, and that is the the market today just absolutely tanked, been up and down, and uh, we'll tell you why that happened coming up in a moment, because the the investors, the traders, day traders, everybody on edge because of this uh, negotiations with the People's Republic of China, trade and tariffs, and uh, as that is uh, now beginning to be something like, pardon the pun, chinese water torture um, markets are very very jittery and i know that many of you who are interested in buying a house watching mortgage rates many of you who were hoping for higher interest rates for your 401k's and your retirements and a, a little bit of money for some uh, cd interest uh, not necessarily going your way again another year we'll drill that we'll drill down for that in just a moment but first got a couple big events that uh, one's a new event one's been been here and uh, I want to just remind you that uh, if you are brave enough to get out in traffic brave enough to get around well two two great things are happening number one it's that time again in the spring those formula 1 cars are racing around practicing getting used to the track getting used to the uh, the unevenness of racing Grand Prix style in the streets of St. Petersburg. Yes, this is the weekend for the St. Petersburg Grand Prix. And uh, only because of my uh, health reasons this year. Usually I, I will go over and cover that event and take Zachary. But because of uh, the sun and all of what's going on, uh, I'm not going to make it this year. But if you have never had the opportunity to hit the St. Pete Grand Prix, it is uh, it's a blast. And it is a... It is an experience you won't forget when those Formula One cars. Now, they're not, they're not NASCAR, okay? They're not necessarily just an engine with no real exhaust because you know how NASCAR uh, race cars sound. In fact, uh, even Fox, a lot of times when a race starts, they'll just say, hey, we're just going to be quiet for a moment. And they, they really go to all of their on-track microphones as they follow the first lap or so, and they just let you hear the roar of the engines. Well, you get to Formula One, if you've been downtown in St. Petersburg, it's it's kind of like a blender. You know what I mean? Or maybe one of those uh, fruits, uh, you know, crush up the fruit, turn it to juice, a juicer. Zzz, zzz, zzz. And I tell you what, it is, uh, you, you get on the chicane or you get in one of those hairpin turns and you get a chance to get up close. And, man, they are zooming by. They will absolutely give you a creak in your neck. But the sounds and the excitement and the fact that tomorrow is going to be a picture-perfect uh, second Chamber of Commerce day in a row, you know, sometimes we'll get some uh, rain during this time of the year, and that causes uh, challenges for the St. Pete Grand Prix. Not tomorrow. And, in fact, I want to tell you, get your sunscreen out, get your shirts that are at least 40 or 50, you know, UV protection, and uh, load up on the sunscreen uh, because, you um, more my awareness of my last year and and the fact that uh, due to my uh, leukemia and my bone marrow transplant, two things, if you see me around and about, I have to put on suntan lotion every day for the rest of my life, whether I'm indoors or outdoors, because of my immune system and what we've had to do with the chemotherapy and the bone marrow transplant, Um, I've got to be especially on guard for melanoma. And that means when I'm outdoors for the rest of my life, I have to wear a hat. So if you see me wearing a hat, been doing a little fedora thing, been doing the, the driving hats, and certainly got my uh, baseball-type hats, but uh, I have to wear hats. And, and, boy, if I'm going fishing or trail life or anything else, uh, I'm now wearing the hat that has the the veils all array around the back. I'm basically looking out two eye holes in the front uh, because uh, I have to really guard against that. Now, that's not going to deter me from getting out. Fishing, hiking, I'm a little too weak to do that right now. But, you know, this is Florida, and this is uh, the Lord blessed all of us for living here. So, anyway, first event is the St. Petersburg Grand Prix. The second one is, uh, is the uh, Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City. That's going to be wrapping up after this weekend, just a few days left. And I want to tell you, experience that I had there, uh, beautiful Chamber of Commerce Day, Uh, The folks couldn't be any more uh, pleasant and helpful. Uh, A little bit smaller venue than the Florida State Fair. Tell you that the strawberries are just looking awesome. And if you go, two things we always pick up uh, at the Strawberry Festival. We'll pick up a couple of quarts of uh, the strawberries. And we buy them inside, by the way. There's three or four families that uh, I'm not going to tell you which one we bought it from because, you know, they're all great, but my hint is this if you buy if you're gonna to go to the strawberry festival, buy your strawberries just before you leave inside the festival because look, this is a strawberry festival. They're putting their best foot forward as far as these farms. and I tell you what the, the strawberries that we got were absolutely I mean they are awesome looking. I mean totally awesome because I have a feeling that they handpicked the ones that they sell inside the festival. The other thing is, I'm not supposed to be having a lot of sugar, I know, don't write me, but I like fudge. I like fudge. My my dad was the connoisseur of making fudge, and southern fudge when I was small. Heating it up, cooling it down, I mean real fudge, not this artificial stuff you buy, the five-minute instant stuff. So I got to tell you that uh, both the Florida State Fair and the Strawberry Festival, when it's fudge time, I'll pick up a stick of fudge to take home. And, of course, we did that as well. But uh, nothing like the hospitality in Plant City. So uh, going to be huge crowds tomorrow and Sunday. And I want to just tell you that I-4 is, uh, is probably going to be a parking lot because the record crowds that are coming down, and what they'll do is a lot will stay at Disney uh, over in the resort area, and then they'll head on over to our Gulf beaches for a day, maybe even a night. And uh but that traffic going back and forth is twenty four seven plus this is a Friday and for the next six weeks, the two worst days to be out on the interstate around here is Friday or Sunday. And Saturday, but I'm just saying that if you are up in Lansing, Michigan, Atlanta, Georgia, you know, Connecticut, New York, and you're driving down to the resorts, uh, or you're flying down to the resorts. The switch time—you're going to be here for a week, right? Maybe it's Friday to Friday. Probably checking in Friday, leaving next Saturday, or Saturday Sunday, some Sunday Monday. But you can imagine with air, you got you got half the world leaving, and the other half coming in, all on those transition days for the next six weeks. That's when things are going to get uh, pretty pretty complicated out there. So just be patient. How about doing this? Count the cars. Count the cars and say, you know what, sales tax, sales tax, bed tax, bed tax, sales tax. Keep in mind that not only for the state income tax, is going to be collected over the next six weeks, but bed taxes that go into uh, the municipalities, cities, in the resort areas, going into enhancements and services. This is why you are a very smart person, because you live in Florida. Because right now you would not only be trying to figure out the new tax cuts for your IRS return, but if we had a state income tax, you'd be losing more money going to a state income tax. And you know what? A lot of those states also have a sales tax, like tax Massachusetts. So patience is the byword, and I want you to be patient. I'm going to take a break and talk about the markets, but 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 just want to just tell you this. Um, this afternoon. I've been authorized to pass this along. So you may know Dr. Tony Evans, uh, who's uh, absolutely nationwide, well-renowned pastor out of Texas. Uh, we have a community event that I want to invite all the men to right now, all the guys that are listening. And if you have a son that you can bring, this is a men's event and a men's and sons event. Well, this afternoon at Idlewild Baptist Church in North Hillsborough County, located in Lutes, uh, we've got two special opportunities. Now, this had been an event. It is, it, was, it is an event where you had to register online ahead of time. I've been authorized to tell you if, uh, for whatever reason or motivation, you've got some time this afternoon. If you're a pastor, make your way up to Idaho Baptist Church at 5 o'clock, less than an hour. There's going to be a special pastor's opportunity with Dr. Tony Evans and his son, Jonathan, who's in the ministry as well, by the way, Jonathan is the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they are both going to be the uh, featured speakers tonight. At 5 o'clock, pastors, there's a special opportunity for you to come uh, and to spend some time with them. And then the main event will start at 645. You don't have to pre-register. Now, the event is $20 a person. Pastors can come free. But I want to tell you, if you just want to come, come to Idaho, You can register at the door. Uh, we've got enough room in our sanctuary. We've got, uh, t- we had 1,200 people registered a couple of days ago, so it's already being blessed as an event. But come on out, and if you uh, don't know where Idaho Baptist Church is, uh, if you are familiar with North Hillsborough County, you have Dale Mabry that goes from MacDill Air Force Base to the south on the peninsula all the way out of the county into Pasco County. You know where the Veterans Expressway comes into the into Dale Mabry? That that little east-west link. Uh, you got a traffic light right there. The next uh, traffic light to the north is the entrance to Idaho Baptist Church. So if you're coming uh, north, just go through uh, all of Carrollwood, go through that traffic light where the expressway comes over. Next traffic light, take a right, and of course you're coming in from the north. Is the first traffic light before you get to hopping on that leg. And uh, we would love to be there. I'm going to be there my son. Look forward to meeting you. If you're coming by, introduce yourself. That's the night. And we just want to invite men because I think it could change your life. All right, coming up in a moment, the markets this morning. Boy, did we get a an unfavorable unemployment report for last month. I'll walk you through that because you got mortgages and you got uh, interest rates, all that next. Go Bunkley Show.
6: That's 800-518-4020
7: You're invited to Look Up Clearwater Bringing together Christian music performances of all genres. Filling Coachman Park and Clearwater for a huge day of fun, music, and fellowship. Look Up Clearwater happens from 3 to 9, Saturday, April 6, and is 100% free and open to everyone. Come see the family area with special activities for kids. Plan to be in Coachman Park, Saturday, April sixth, for Look Up Clearwater. Check us out at lookupclearwater.com.
1: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee-Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The fadeth is not away, Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
5: We're back, Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Is it a bull market or is it now a bear market? That is what the experts are trying to determine. Before we talk about that, I want to remind you that, uh, ladies, if you haven't been listening, we have our Ladies Night event coming up on March the 14th. That's a Thursday at Bell Shoals Baptist Church at 5 o'clock. Got an opportunity for a food truck to uh, make you Make you a little meal there. You come in and have some hors d'oeuvres. We're going to have the the expo area where you can register for uh, prizes. Now, this is an all-women's event. Great opportunity for you to come. Uh, Amberly Nice is going to be the uh, female Christian community that's going to just absolutely entertain all of you ladies from a Christian worldview. And then we're going to give away a cruise for two to the Caribbean, and we're going to have some great desserts. Five dollars. Can't do any better than a $5 night to go out and bring all your girlfriends. Go right now to Letstalkfaith.com and register. Again, put it on your calendar Thursday, March the 14th at 5 p.m. Well, are you a retiree? Are you getting ready to retire? Do you have a, a 401k? Do you have a retirement account? Do, we, do you remember your grandparents or your parents and, uh, you know what, they built a little nest egg, they had some CDs, had a savings account, and part of how they supplemented their retirement years was with the with the interest. Well, hadn't been a lot of that happening lately. So I'm going to be speaking to you in just a moment. And then how about those that thought that they missed the opportunity to buy a house because of the, the scare that the chairman of the Federal Reserve uh, gave us Mr Powell a couple months ago that absolutely tanked the markets and I think tanked the economy is uh haven't had a chance to do my research but i'm I'm thinking that this maybe this whole debacle we're in right now today could be because of the Federal Reserve jumping too early about saying they're going to automatically raise interest rates. Well, we had a horrible economic report come out this morning, and that has led to some consequences because as of this afternoon let me just tell you that uh the stocks the the markets have posted the worst five-day losing streak every day this week you know we were really climbing every day we have just plunged and we are on a five-day losing streak and I want to tell you we were hundreds of points down now what's interesting is the markets have really recovered here in the last few moments. And I'll give you an idea, but right now the official numbers, the Dow Jones Industrials as of this moment down only 9% for the day, down only 22.99 points. That's basically insignificant when the market closed at 25,450. S&P was down 5.86 points again insignificant really. Uh, when the closing number was uh, 2,743. NASDAQ, which had been climbing pretty good, they've been taking the biggest hit this week. They're down 1,332 at 7,408. Now, what we have going on here, give you an idea throughout the day, this morning we got the monthly non-farm payroll report. Now, what that means is you have farm jobs and you have Non-farm jobs. The economists will look at what's going on and they will make an estimate. So for the month for the last month, I think it's February, they estimated because you know the job market's just been booming. I mean, we have full unemployment things are happening. But imagine right now where we're at. Is the bull market over? Five days of straight losses does that mean we're in a bear market? Is it oversold, which means that people have paid pretty hefty to be in this market, and they paid too much? Are we now going to go down to where you know we'll have an, uh, I mean, overbought? Excuse me, overbought market, because they kept buying the stock market now it's sky high. It's dropped for five days. Did some folks get caught up in an overbought market, or as it goes down? We'll get to a point where too many people have bailed out and got nervous, and then to be called an, uh, you know, oversold market. But the bottom line is, where are we at? Has the bull run ended? Has the Trump run ended? That's what uh, uh, part of what we're asking the question this afternoon. And here's what triggered today: the uh, the experts estimated the non-farm payroll to have added 180,000 jobs. Now, just focus on that number for a minute. 180,000 jobs. The report came out at 8.30 this morning, comes out once a month. The real number, the accurate number, 20,000. 180 is what everybody expected, and we only got 20. Now, when you are 160,000 jobs off, you don't have to even be in the markets to know that if somebody estimates something and it's off that big, that is a huge, big miss. I mean, a big miss. Now, so here's where we're at. As we went out through the day, of course, uh, uh, this morning, you know, this market has been up and down all day, uh, all three averages. And so you have a lot of traders that are in there a lot of things that are going on in this market and part of which is uh you had a spike from the time we opened the markets at 9 30 you had a spike right at 11 o'clock climbed way up there in terms of uh trying to make a rebound then at 1 p.m it sunk all the way back down right after lunch then about three o'clock we had another rally up plunged back and now as you can see As far as closing, we closed very near to yesterday's close. So what's happening is you had a lot of people bailing out two or three times during the day because there's cycles throughout the market. But we're at a point now to where it's Friday. Maybe we'll get some news over the weekend. This is all driven by trade now because I think if you get an announcement that a trade deal has been struck, what happens is the market usually trades on anticipation of news and rumor, sells off on the fact. We could have a big sell-off, but nonetheless, looks like the traders were lining up to be in a good position should there be a reason to rally. And it looks like they bought some positions this afternoon. What does this mean to you? Well, first of all, the Federal Reserve is probably going to be on the sidelines for months, which means they are not going to raise rates. For those of you who are looking for a little retirement income uh, from the idea of raising rates, that uh, that's just not going to happen. I mean, it's just not going to happen. And for those of you, though, that, uh, and I know that real estate has picked up, and uh, maybe you're looking for a house, or maybe you're looking to refinance, looks like that we will have some pullback, and what you want to watch is the 10-year note, uh, because that's closely tied to the mortgage markets. So I think that indeed, for those of you who are out looking, I think you're going to get another second chance here for a little bit, for a little bit uh, improving interest rates, which means lower interest rates. And for those of you that didn't refinance yet, a chance to possibly refinance. So just wanted to bring that piece of news to you because we know it's a significant part of uh, life for everyday people. And um, we're going to have to wait and see. I have no idea. I think, I think this could be a little adjustment. When you go up so fast, you're going you're to come down and do some adjustments. But I'm certainly not the one to point to for market predictions. But I think we may pull back a little bit more and then maybe have a chance to build again once this economy comes back. 877-943-9673. Got more updates in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has surveyed damage in Beauregard, Alabama, the community hardest hit by Sunday's tornado that killed 23 people in a rural eastern part of that state. House Democrats have passed an anti-hate resolution prompted by the anti-Semitic remarks of Minnesota Democrat Elon Omar, but the watered-down resolution does not single out Omar for her comments. President Trump branded the resolution as disgraceful. The European Union has made an offer to the United Kingdom that it hopes can unblock stalled Brexit negotiations. Hiring fell in February with U.S. employers adding 20,000 jobs. That was the smallest gain in nearly a year and a half. The unemployment rate dropped to 3.8 percent. On Wall Street, the Dow finished it down 23 points. This is SRN News.
10: When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com.
1: Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse.
9: You have to keep in mind how utterly repulsive and evil your fleshly desires really are. You have to hate those ungodly desires and see them for the wicked nature that's theirs.
1: Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: Come enjoy chocolate, comedy, and encouragement. Faith Talk presents Ladies Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Niece. I'll
6: be in the middle of
7: worship. God is so good. Mm-mm-mm.
6: Okay, who claps like this except cheerleaders? Mm-mm-mm.
7: Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk fan club at Let'sTalkFaith.com. Ladies Night Out. Details at Let'sTalkFaith.com
5: hey we're back bill bunkley here eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three and uh, again glad to have you with us here this afternoon and uh, Got a little bit of an update uh, only because it ended up a bit working itself out. But earlier today, we had uh, an incident that uh, could have been very serious. And uh, what I mean by that, uh, over in Sebring, Florida, this comes to us from Newswatch 8. It uh, could have been breaking news, but uh, didn't handle it that way. Um, had a, an incident over there at a Walmart store um, that was a bomb threat. That's right, Sebring Police, according to Newswatch 8, said they were called to investigate the bomb threat involving the store. Officers had to evacuate the store. They had to close off all access points to get in. And uh, right now it happened um, about 11 o'clock this morning, and I have not seen a recent update, so it's not clear right now when the threat came in. But but police were notified at 11 a.m. And um, so they... Went in, looked at the store. There was no bomb there, and so they were able to clear the store. But nonetheless, just want to pass that along for um, a very quiet town like Sebring. That certainly was uh, a very, very potentially disturbing event. Now, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. want to just tell you that I am delighted to just let you know of um, uh, something that happened today as well. You remember SpaceX? few days ago, and I'm pumped about SpaceX because it is the privatized version of launching our astronauts from Cape Canaveral, the Kennedy Space Center, right here, another jewel in the crown for Florida. Um, They sent up the spacecraft that's going to be taking astronauts, the first step to the International Space Station, had a flawless launch and arrival at the International Space Station, it docked. And then uh, it undocked a couple of days ago uh, to make its way back to uh, Earth, and uh, it did it today. And uh, it reminds me of the oh Apollo series. It reminds me of the Gemini series because our Navy warships were off the coast of Florida. And reminiscent of the pictures of the space capsules when they used to splash down in the Atlantic, Four white balloons with um, orange stripes, beautiful picture, uh, landed about 230 miles off the coast of Cape Canaveral, Florida. And, of course, to have these pictures and to see the recovery that was happening and a lot of the parts with SpaceX are all reusable. So that cuts down a lot of the cost. And there will be a recovery ship, and they will be bringing back the uh, the capsule back to uh, Port Canaveral. Fifty years. Wow. It's kind of aging me because I have grown up with the space program here in Florida, Cape Canaveral. Fifty years ago was the last time a capsule that was designed for an astronaut came down the Atlantic Ocean. Back in March thirteenth, nineteen sixty-nine, Apollo Nine had splashed down near the Bahama Islands. Since then, and I think there was another one up today, our astronauts have to tra- travel to Russia, and go in the middle of Siberia, get on a rocket, and go to the space station. Then they got to come back, and then they got to parachute out in fields in Siberia. Time to get that uh, get that thing just absolutely eliminated. Well. They're going to start launching astronauts later this year, and I'm in the process of uh, trying to get my press credentials for that launch. That's going to be exciting, and looking forward to trying to bring you some first firsthand uh, eyewitness reports of uh, the SpaceX taking off with uh, astronauts from right here in the U.S. of A. And this is a big deal, and uh, just wanted to pass along to you because it is – something that uh, I think is very important to um, all of us here in Florida. One other quick note, only because we've got a gazillion tourists in town, and uh, some of you may have been uh, waiting for news about the new 14-acre theme park that's going to be happening uh, not only in Disneyland, California, but in uh, Disney World here in Orlando, Sharon Kennedy, Wynn, reporting for the Tampa Bay Times. Now, keep in mind that uh, we have the Star Wars series, and, of course, what's popular with the Star Wars series is The Force. Now, I'm a Christ follower. I I know who the real Force is, but we got an imagination. You know what I mean? But uh, is The Force with Walt Disney? That's the question of this particular news report. Because Star Wars, Galaxy Edge, the brand-new 14-acre dedicated theme park space for that experience. Mark your calendars for August the 29th. August the 29th, uh, you probably won't get to see it that day because a gazillion of the Star Wars uh, aficionados are going to be, you know, probably paying extra, lining up, you know, a week before, waiting to get in. But nonetheless, uh, Star Wars is going to be coming to our area, up and down, of course, the I-4 corridor is my reference to that. There's going to be two rides, and if you are a visitor aboard the Millennium Falcon, Falcon, uh, you're going to be in a thrill ride fighting to escape the Star Destroyer. Now, both rides might not be open when the park opens because they're working feverishly to get it done. But the Rise of the Resistance is open later this year, and so that's uh, another one. And all that was announced at uh, Disney's annual shareholder meeting. And um, the 14-acre land, by the way, it's going to be in the area of Hollywood Studios, understand. It is designed by the Imagineers at Disney as a settlement on a remote planet named Batuu. Batuu. I think. Star Wars Trekkies will correct me. Um, not Star Trek, Star Wars. I, I'm mixing the two, I know. Uh, full-scale X-Wing and A-Wing starfighters are parked among the bizarre stalls. It is full of round stone buildings and remains of rock walls, while droids and aliens mix with humans on the, on the uh, footpaths. So you'll be standing there, and here comes R two D two, making his noises, and he'll be able to interact with you right there. All the other Chewy and all the other characters. That's gonna the kids are just gonna love this. Those that are into the Star Wars, uh, the whole thing. But um, it's gonna be an opportunity to have some fun. So we we want to just pass that along that uh, Disney is uh, gonna be having a reason for more and more people to keep coming down here to the state of Florida. Well, on a serious note 877-943-9673. I want to talk about something that uh, happened yesterday in the state capitol in Tallahassee. We have first responders here in Florida as well as all around the country, all around the nation. A lot of times we think about first responders, we think about our very fine men and women in blue, uh, local police, County police, state police, uh, all the different various agencies, homeland security. But don't ever forget the firefighters. Because it's the firefighters who, depending on what the emergency is, sometimes it could be a fire, sometimes it could be natural gas, sometimes they're going into a meth lab or a fentanyl lab, sometimes they're going into an industrial deal, a a gas storage tank blowing up. Understand that your firefighters throughout their whole career are exposed to things they should never be exposed to. But um, a lot of them have died of cancer. And Of course, that's very special to me. So it wasn't for all the firefighters, but yesterday... If you have been to Tallahassee, you know you have the old historic capitol, an open area in the new capitol. And uh, it doesn't represent all the firefighters who have died of cancer. But firefighters put 500 pairs of boots at the capitol for an all-day presentation. Each of the booth, boots represent a Florida firefighter who has died of what they believe to be, keyword, occupational cancer. That means that the experts believe because of what they were exposed to during their tour of duty as our first responders, first one on the line to save you and I and to keep us healthy, have died of occupational cancer. I want to let that set in for a minute. I I just don't want to run by that because that is a significant deal and although they may be diagnosed with occupational cancer my understanding is it's been hard to get some of the insurance coverage that's based on occupation to to cover all of these all of these deaths and out in the courtyard as I, as I reviewed it it was uh, and i every day there's a different theme so i'm very familiar after these 20 years of Uh, One of the most popular ones that Zach likes is when the Florida National Guard comes in. They bring in helicopters, all sorts of stuff. Helicopters, tanks, drones, and those displays are real interesting in the middle. But uh, you just think about these guys and these women, they get cancer for us. And that affects their families, and so uh might want to lift up a prayer for them this afternoon because that is a a very, um, a very special time. Well, one other thing I want to mention before the break, and we're going to talk about should the state capital be moved from Tallahassee to Orlando? We'll cover that for a few moments um, at the uh, conclusion of our first hour here with a great second hour coming up um, soon. But I want to tell you that yesterday, or yes, yesterday, the Florida Senate passed Senate Bill 185. 185 is going to authorize the smoking of marijuana for medical and medicinal purposes. The bill passed the Florida Senate 34 to 4. The House is going to take up the bill, and very shortly, smokable Medical marijuana is going to go to the governor. He's going to sign it. And then we're going to let the games begin. And what I mean by the games begin, senators on the Senate floor yesterday admonished those greedy doctors. Similar to what happened in California who are going to go rogue and go nothing but marijuana. And since the threshold has some areas you could drive a bus through in terms of Loopholes. I think that the people that are really sick, three to six months terminal, uh, they're going to get their marijuana. Unfortunately, kids are going to get mar- marijuana too if they're. I haven't, not sure about all of the regulations there, but you know, there's going to be unscrupulous people who are going to get involved. And just like California, we're gonna have people who have no business smoking marijuana for any kind of medical condition, but they'll figure a way to get their hands on it. But this is turning a big page in Florida without having the proper research done on the long term effects of smoking marijuana. And there's no doubt in my mind, gonna be more access to the little kids around the house, the teenagers. This is a gateway drug to more serious drugs. How and why? Because there's going to be gummies. There's going to be, you know, cakes. There's going to be marijuana-baked goods. And they get a buzz? And they think about, well, how can I get a bigger buzz? That's the Florida of tomorrow. When we come back, where should the capital be? I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673.
7: Windshields are all about safety, and so is Auto Glass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass
10: America.
4: Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com, surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers.
11: Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume.
12: I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me...
5: Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
3: Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com
13: On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 630 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1.
5: Hey, we're back. We're upbeat uh, with our bumper music today, and excited about the weekend. And um, got a question for you. And by the way, if this if this next issue starts having legs, well, I got to tell you, it's not a faith based faith based issue. It may not be a big time conservative issue, but it's an issue that I'm going to ask everyone to get involved. And that is, should we ever get close to moving the state capitol out of Tallahassee to Orlando? Man, I want a full, R. I'm going to call in a favor from all of you to help make that happen. A little history background. Why is the state capital way up in Tallahassee? Well, it's up in Tallahassee because in territorial Florida, in the frontier days of Florida, when everything kind of south of St. Augustine was regarded as swamp and not developed, you had St. Augustine, Florida, purported to be the oldest city in America. And then all the way across the state, in the Panhandle area, you had Pensacola, also a very old state. That represented the farm, the cotton, tobacco. I mean, that was where all that sort of came down below that imaginary line. And so when it was time for Florida to get organized, they, the engineers, the surveyors, they figured out, what was the halfway point between St. Augustine and Pensacola? And on the highest hill in that geographical location, because you come up the hill, Appalachee Parkway from the south, you see it real well. Well, that's where the state capital of Tallahassee was placed. Now, I want to tell you back several years ago, if you remember Reuben Askew back in the 70s, as Florida was building out Miami, Dade, Boca, Key West, there was a move from the South Florida legislators to say, you know what, it is geographically undesirable, in the wrong place, the Florida state capitol should be more centrally located. A little bit of a problem. It's called politics. Now, you can imagine back then, you had a group of guys, blue dog Democrats, and I think it was most guys. Blue Dog Democrats, <clears throat> they were called the Pork Chop Gang. And the Pork Chop Gang, they ruled Florida's politics and Florida's issues. Now, it just so happened to all these good old boys, these old, good old Florida Cracker Boys in the Florida House, Florida Senate, they all lived in the panhandle. They all have very short rides to Tallahassee. Now they didn't take real kindly to those South Florida dudes and dudettes that were down there. They were saying, well, "You know what? We're going to move this capital." The pork chop gang said, and Ruben you was governor. Oh, so you want to move the capital, right? Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, we hear you. Okay, got it. Well, they got busy. At that time, Florida in the legislature was meeting in the old historic capital. Now. If you got somebody coming on wanting to take away your little backyard capital, what do you do? You build a whopping big new capital. And so that's why we have the more modern-looking capital, 22nd floor, 22 floors, by the way. It's the only skyscraper anywhere around that part of the panhandle. That's the uh, House and Senate offices. And then you have the chambers of both the House and the Senate. And so they put this infrastructure in with the idea they could never, ever move the capital. It would be too expensive. And that's courtesy of the pork shot game. But now we have, we have, now he's a, he's a Democrat, he's a liberal, but he's my hero at the moment. Ken, Kevin Rader. This, this representative lives, um, The senator lives in Boca Raton. Let me tell you, to get from Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale Airport, Miami Airport, Palm Beach Airport, nonetheless, Key West. Basically, you're dealing with silver airways. Most of these folks have to fly from that location up to Jacksonville, change planes, then fly to Tallahassee. And with fog and weather that happens at this time of the year, I'm going to tell you what. The capital is really GU- which is geographically undesirable. So on March the 5th, a couple days ago, Senate Bill 492 showed up, and Senator Rader has asked for the state's Office of Program Policy Analysis and the Government Accountability to conduct a study about relocating the capital to Orlando. And I'll be writing us something to think about that in the next few days, probably for next week. We don't have time to go into the details. I'll be talking about this some more, but I tell you what, a lot of money is being spent for everybody having to go all the way up to Tallahassee. It should be in the central part of the state, and I got to tell you, for full disclosure, I would rather be driving each week from Tampa to Orlando than uh, three and a, three and a half to four or three and three quarters to four hours I drive to Tallahassee every week. So, yes, full disclosure, I got a selfish, narcissistic motive to move the capital to Orlando. But it also happens to be the right idea. Well, we're going to be taking off here in a moment. Got a great second hour lined up. We're going to have a chance to talk about Plugged In Movie Awards. And that's going to be happening with Paula Say, And we will have Pastor Noel Jesse hennigan is going to be talking about his new book wretched saints Transformed by the relentless grace of god zach bunkley my son and i are leaving in just a few moments we're going to be heading over to ottawa baptist church for the men's ministry dr tony evans it's free not free but it's open to register come on out love to see you there
3: imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll eat again that's the grim reality for families in Haiti. Where conditions have become so dire, riots have begun, making a tragic situation all but untenable. And sadly, it's the children who suffer most. And yet, in the midst of such despair, Food for the Poor has continued to step up in faith, providing food, clean water, and housing to those in most desperate need. Right now, your one-time gift of $80 to Food for the Poor provides for a child in need to have food for a year and clean water for life. Be a voice of hope for those who are hopeless. Call Food for the Poor, 855-353-HOPE. That's 855-353-4673. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at LetstalkFaith.com. Faith Talk
1: 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media
14: Group. News this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters. Hospitals struggle to get backup generators running, businesses closed down, and families anxiously tried to contact loved ones amid Venezuela's worst-ever power outage Friday, raising tensions in a country already on edge from ongoing political turmoil. U.S. Special Representative for Venezuela, Elliot Abrams, says the U.S. rejects the idea that sanctions are responsible for Venezuela's power outage or economic problems. This economic decline
15: is not new. The situation in Venezuela now is the product of years of corruption and incompetence and venality on the part of this regime. Uh, That's the problem, and the solution is to replace it with a democratic government that actually is responsive to the needs of the people.
14: Much of the nation of 31 million people was still without electricity as the blackout stretched into a second day and patients began to wear thin. Storm Prediction Center meteorologist Liz Lightman says there is a heightened risk of fast-moving severe weather for a part of the nation tomorrow.
2: Anywhere from northeast Texas into central and eastern Arkansas, far north, Mississippi into western Tennessee and perhaps even as far north as, um, like the Missouri boot heel and far western Kentucky.
14: Lightman says what people in the area can expect are damaging winds, hail, and some possible tornadoes. Meanwhile, President Trump on Friday surveyed mangled trees and other damage that were left behind in the rural Alabama town of Beauregard after a powerful tornado roared through, killing nearly two dozen people. Mr. Trump was briefed by a local official as he stood outside in the open. He also met with families affected by the storm, listening to their stories, and in some cases, reaching in to offer hugs. On Wall Street, the down by 23 points, the Nasdaq dropped 13, the S&P lower by 6. More on these stories at townhall.com.
7: Come on, kids. We're late.
13: Honey, the car won't
2: start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. <laughs>
13: Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars. No hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. And you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com.
14: SpaceX's swanky new crew capsule made an old-fashioned splashdown in the Atlantic on Friday, ending a six-day test flight to the International Space Station. NASA announcer Dan Hewitt says the crew capsule wrapped up its six-day test flight as expected. That splashdown came right on time, 5.45 a.m.
2: Pacific, 8.45 a.m. over on the East Coast. The teams that have been ready and waiting, they were staged just a few nautical miles away. They're going to start moving in now. You can see those two fast approach boats already speeding their way towards
14: the capsule. SpaceX employees cheered and applauded at company headquarters in Hawthorne, California. When the red and white parachutes popped open, NASA televised the descent live, the dramatic views coming from a plane. The crowd went wild when the splashdown occurred on time and the capsule was seen floating upright a couple of hundred miles off the Florida coast. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Two federal agencies have announced the rules for inspections of meat produced in laboratories instead of farms. With more companies exploring
13: meat that's grown in a lab from cow or chicken cells, U.S. food regulators have drawn up a plan for monitoring this new type of food. The Food and Drug Administration says it will monitor the first stages of the so-called cultured meat process, including cell collection and growth and then hand off oversight for production and labeling to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Regulators are looking at new ways to label this food. Already some are calling it clean meat because they're not raising or slaughtering live animals. Jackie Quinn,
16: Washington.
14: Former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald says the formation of a racial reconciliation group he leads was divine providence as it began just weeks before a racist photo on Governor Ralph Northam's yearbook page surfaced. More at townhall.com. This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. Christ
4: demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods.
0: This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
2: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
4: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
5: Bill Bunkley here for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're delighted to have you with us on an absolutely stunning day all across West Central Florida. And I want to tell you that we've got a little bit of a programming change this afternoon. First up, we will have focus on the family and a very familiar voice, which is Paul Assay. And, of course, he's with Plugged In. And we've got the Plugged In Awards for this year for kids, teens, adults, and movie. So we're going to talk about movies in the first segment. Usually we talk about it in the second. And because we're talking movies, we got a very special treat. Rather than having an hour on the movies, this one week we've got a special author interview. Joining me to talk about his new book, Wretched Saints, Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God, we have Pastor Noel Jesse Hakikin, and he's going to be talking about this brand new book. And you know what? We're all wretched sinners, but you know what? We're saved by grace. How does that work back and forth? Well, be with us uh, at, at half past the hour. We'll talk about that. More of the Bill Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
1: Faith Talk 570 W T B N online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: Come enjoy chocolate comedy and encouragement. Faith Talk presents Ladies Night Out Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I'll
6: be in the middle of
7: worship. God is so good. Mm-mm-mm.
6: Okay, who claps like this except cheerleaders?
7: (laughs) Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club at LetstalkFaith.com. Ladies Night Out. Details at LetstalkFaith.com
12: He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013, 800-444-2013. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground
0: covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
7: The Upper Pinellas County Ministerial Alliance, along with area churches and community organizations, presents Look Up! Clearwater, Saturday, April 6th. Look Up Clearwater, a faith-based music festival at Coachman Park in Clearwater, brings together congregations from all across Tampa Bay for fellowship, worship, and music. Look Up Clearwater is free and open to everyone. Look Up Clearwater, Saturday, April 6th. Learn more at lookupclearwater.com.
16: There's no question you need Omega-3s. Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now, it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765.
1: Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs.
14: Without a proper understanding... Of who truly owns your car, who owns your house,
16: we're prone to mismanage that which we do have.
1: Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at (laughs) letstalkfaith.com.
5: Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley. It's Friday afternoon, and that means that's our regular segment with our very good friends from Colorado Springs, Colorado, Focus on the Family. Now, before we get a chance to talk about something very special today, and that is... Well, you've heard on our station, oftentimes this voice is very, very familiar. Paul say he's been writing for Plugged In since 2007, and uh, that's where you get a movie review on a regular basis from Focus on the Family. Well, we have the 2019 Plugged In Movie Awards to talk about today, very special feature, and we'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> but I want to remind you, you've been hearing in the last couple of days about the big community event that's happening for men At Idlewild Baptist Church, that's happening this afternoon, and I have been authorized from my good friends, of course that's my home church, but uh, Tony Evans and his son Jonathan Evans will be with us tonight at this community-wide men's event at Idlewild, and I want to let you know that you can just come without registering. We'll register you at the door. Now it had been a registration situation, but uh, we've got over 1,200 men and their sons coming already. So I just want to give you a quick reminder that, uh, of course, Idaho Baptist Church is located in Lutes. We're just uh, off uh, the uh, Suncoast Parkway where it comes in the Dale Mabry, Uh, and uh, the next traffic light north is where you come to the Idaho campus. If you're a pastor. You're probably booked up, but at 5 o'clock, come on out. We've got a special pastor's event. You can just register there. And at 645 is when we're going to have a chance to hear from Tony Evans and his son, Jonathan. Guys, you can come on out and register at the door. Fee is uh, 20 bucks for the evening. Going to be a great evening. They just wanted me to pass it along to you that uh, if you're in, uh, in the neighborhood, come on out. We'd love to uh, have you without uh, pre-registration. Well, I want to tell you that uh, Focus on the Family has been our go-to, well, my personal go-to website organization for decades and decades. But I want to tell you that FocusOnTheFamily.com is a great place for not only to Check out some of these movies, but all sorts of other issues of life from a Christian worldview, and uh, we always want to remind you that that is a great resource. Now I want to tell you that Plugged In is at pluggedin.com. I'll give you that as well as we go through uh, the next few moments. But Paula Say is the very familiar voice that you hear right here on our Salem Media stations. Started back in 2007 with uh, the uh, ministry. He loves superheroes and finding God in unexpected places. In addition, Paul has also written several books with his newest, Burning Bush 2.0. Now, don't forget the 2.0 now. Burning Bush (laughs) 2.0, recently published by Abington Press. And when Paul's not reviewing movies, he hikes with his wife. Can't imagine where he would be hiking in Colorado Springs. It's flat out there, right? Anyway, with Wendy, this guy runs marathons. Well, I'm not running marathons right now uh, with his grown kids, Colin and Emily. And uh, he beats back unruly houseplants. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, say Paul, That's A-S-A-Y Paul. That's A-S-A-Y Paul. Paul, good to have you with us this afternoon. It's fantastic to be
2: with you. I kind of wish I was in the neighborhood. That sounds like a fantastic event.
5: Yeah, it's going to be great. Tony and his son, of course, his son's with the Dallas Cowboys, chaplain, and we got uh, over 1,000 men bringing their sons uh, with them. And so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. But um, I was amazed. Uh, and I know none of these, a lot of these don't make the headlines, but 900 movies released in North America in 2018. Is I know Netflix is out there. Saying? Talk about it. Man, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It
2: is. It is crazy the number of films that are that are released every year, and it's only getting more. I mean, I, I know that Netflix is releasing a whole bunch of uh, of new movies that aren't even going to make it into the theaters that we often cover anyway. Um, the plugged in, we try to keep in touch with all the movies that that you'd typically hear about now you you i'm sure that most of us don't hear about those 900 movies but i bet you that, that three to four hundred of them make it into theaters that are pretty close to you guys and and so it, it's it keeps us busy i'll tell you that much
5: how do you uh i kind of go off script a little bit i you know i'll go to a movie i'll go i get previews and and you know you got it's got to be dark I don't have a great memory. How do you guys do it uh, if you don't get a good movie sheet from, uh, from the distributor and you're going to watch a movie? How do you keep in your mind the key points you want to, uh, to you know, focus upon, follow the pun, uh, when you do plugged in? but you know what we actually do?
2: We take a pen and paper right into the theater. I have, I might be the only guy on our staff who uses special light up pens, but I have these, these special pens that you turn a little switch and they actually glow green at the very tip. And so it allows me to, to sort of take notes on, on the main things that I want to keep track of. It helps me tabulate all the content that we always have to tabulate. Um, I can write down quotes, that type of thing. It's a, uh, it's not the best way to enjoy a movie necessarily, but it does keep track of the things that we need to talk about, you know, because because there's always a lot to talk about in these movies and we have to just try to keep track of it
5: as best we can. And of course, you're listening to the voice of Paul Lassay, and you can follow up with him at pluggedin.com. That's pluggedin.com. Also, uh, folksonthefamily.com is, uh, represent- is the organization that uh, he so well represents. Well, it looks like that we have four categories for the Plugged In Movie Awards. Uh, let's just review the categories first, and then we'll drill down. You betcha. You betcha.
2: What we do every year, we typically um, go through and we, and we choose, choose movies for these four categories that you mentioned. Those are the best movies for kids, the best movies for teens, the best movies for adults. And the best Christian movies, and typically we select five nominees per category. Um, as we sort of go through the process, we um, not only do we sort of talk about it on our team, the plugged-in team, and make our own selections, but we throw it out to the readers as well, so they can they can look and they can they can see what they really determined was was sort of the best movie. Um, one of the things I love about this particular thing that we do is that you know so often during the course of the year so much of what we do is about tabulating all the all the problems that a movie has you know all the violence all the swear words i actually count down all the swear words in these movies and so that can let us be a little Pretty critical, of a lot of the movies. But there's some good stuff that's released, too. And, and so this is sort of our opportunity to, to really talk to people about what we liked, what we thought was really worthwhile, not just in terms of a movie, but in terms of its message. Um, none of the movies that we're going to talk about are necessarily things that, that are just slam dunks for, for you or your family. Um, always check out the reviews just to make sure. But these are movies that we really felt had some merit.
5: Hmm. And let's talk about the first one with Paula Say, and that is uh, for the little ones, the best movie for kids. Now, uh, I think that you, uh, what is it, three or four recommend uh, are the top uh, recommendations, and then you pick from one. How does that work? You betcha! You betcha! So we have five nominations
2: per category, Five, essentially. Okay. And so what we do, th- these are some of the most fun conversations that we have. You know, our, our staff actually gets together and we sort of fight about what we think is the best. We, you know, we have certain movies that we, we really champion, certain movies that we say, no, it wasn't that great. And then we sort of we sort of hone down the list from there. And uh, yeah, so, so we, we do that and then again, we sort of throw it out to, to our readers to, to see what they think. And so we get to vote on one essentially Uh, we have a follow-up conversation where we actually sort of talk about these nominees and we decide which ones were absolutely the very best but then we also leave it open to our to our readers to select their own choice Um, and they they vote through our blog they vote through Facebook through Twitter that type of thing and that that just sort of helps define kind of the winners that we have so we had two winners in this category Um, one of them our pick plugged in's pick was Paddington 2 and Paddington Two was one of the very, very rare movies. I'm not sure if if y'all are familiar with uh, with Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but it's a it's sort of this aggregate website where where all the
5: they they trashed it, didn't they? I'm trying to remember one of these they trashed and then they turned they turned around, didn't they?
2: Well, actually, for Paddington 2, this was one of the very rare movies that actually got a 100% freshness rating, which is the highest you can get on Rotten Tomatoes. They
5: loved this movie. Um, and So, now, that now, was, Paul, that tells me why you're the expert and I'm not, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll be quiet now. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Real talk show host that says nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean,
2: there are movies you. you You have that right. Captain Marvel was a little bit of a controversial choice for for what happened on Rotten Tomatoes. So I totally understand where you went from there. But Paddington 2, Rotten Tomatoes loved it. The critics loved it. It was a great movie. And and for us, the main character, Paddington, is this little bear who um, is unfailingly polite, unfailingly courteous, Mm -hmm. very, very principled. He's a great, in, in his own kid friendly way, he's a great role model, you know, where it talks about even in the harshest of circumstances, even when it feels like it's impractical to be polite, to be principled, Paddington 2 sort of shows us that, you know, it's, it's good to be that way. And, and if you are that way, chances are to work out in the end. And that's a great message for kids, I think.
5: Absolutely. Well, the nominees were Christopher Robin, Dr. Seuss the Grinch, Incredibles 2, Paddington 2, and Teen Titans Go to the movies. I got to tell you, I loved Paddington 2, and I also thought of of these, I also thought Dr. Seuss the Grinch was an incredible movie with uh, incredible references to uh, our faith, And uh, I was pleased with both of them, but who cannot like little Paddington? Now, he gets in trouble, but you know what? What an adorable little bear.
2: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And I agree with you. The Grinch was really nice, too. That was one of the reasons why it made it onto our list. It had some great messages, and it's very rare you find a secular movie that actually is willing to to mention God and Jesus. And and in the carols that you hear in, in The Grinch, that's exactly what you hear, and it's, and it's kind of nice to hear.
5: It was refreshing. Now, remember, we're just scratching the surface with Paul we with Plugged In. If you want to drill down, and by the way, great list of movies. If you didn't see some of these, this gives you the movies to watch when the ones we don't want to watch comes out in the next few weeks. Now, go to PluggedIn.com. That's PluggedIn.com to drill down. Let's get a little bit older. I've got a first-year teenager, and uh, that's a challenge. Uh, (laughs) Best movie for teens. Now, this is where it gets a little bit difficult because their understanding worldviews bring us through this. You
2: bet, you bet. Our nominees for this movie category were Black Panther, Little Women, The Miracle Season, uh, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, and Tomb Raider. Um, these are, this is a sort of a category where, by default, often a lot of the blockbusters sort of land. They're, they're sort of designed by the movie studios to appeal to a wide audience, and so they tend to appeal to teens. So that's sort of where they land. Um, and it's always a fun – um, it's always a fun conversation to try to figure out what is the best of the best. Sometimes we can find these exciting movies that are fun and thrilling but don't necessarily have some, any great messages. And so that's what we're really looking for here is is good movies that also have some really good messages that you can sort of hang on to. And the, our choice – actually, our choice, Plugged In's choice, and our reader's choice was both – spider-man into the spider-verse did you have a chance to take your 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 kid to to you
5: know we were and and my audience knows i've been battling uh, leukemia for a year and just kind of have gotten back to the helm that's one that we did we we had it scheduled to go and something came up and by the time we got back it's rolled out of the theater so we're going to catch it on uh, on uh, netflix or something like that when it comes out but no i did not see it so so please be thorough i can't comment (laughs)
2: <laughs> you bet! You bet! This is a really fantastic movie. It, it was—it actually really surprised me. You know, Black Panther was probably what I would have considered the front runner in this category because it was—it made three. Because, bazillion dollars, it was nominated for Best Picture for Oscars. Um, it had some really great messages as well, and so that was kind of the one that I thought might might actually win this category, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was a really nice, very well-constructed superhero movie. Um, it's an animated movie. It sort of flew under the radar when it first came into theaters, but the buzz just sort of kept building and building and building. And uh, the, the thing about this movie is that it's really whimsical. You don't have just Peter Parker swinging around as, as Spider-Man in this. You have a ton of different spider people and even a spider pig who are a part of this movie. Um, and so they all have to sort of – they sort of meet. They must work together to do what they need to do. And it has some really fantastic messages about about growing up, about heroism, um, even dealing with some of the really difficult parts of life. Uh, it is, it's an extraordinary. fun movie, but it's a surprisingly deep movie, too, that really lends itself, I think, to to conversations with with teens when you come out at the theater or after you watch it on on Netflix or whatever you're able to do. So uh, it's a Good movie that's
5: lots of fun,
2: and it gives you quite a bit to talk about afterwards as well.
5: Absolutely. Well, I want to remind you that uh, if you uh, don't follow Paul Assay on Twitter, because he always contributes in between uh, his official reviews, you can do that on Twitter at Paul. Switch him up now a-s-a-y paul that's at a paul and of course the two websites pluggedin.com if you want to drill down on uh, more about the plugged in awards and of course always keep focus on the family.com is one of your favorites because whenever those issues come up someone there is going to help point you to our scriptures uh, in our holy bible for all the answers we have in life all right let's get a little more mature here paul let's say let's get on up to the adults and i I see my favorite one here because I remember what I saw years ago as a kid, but I won't spoil anything. (laughs) Tell us about this one.
2: Oh, see now you've got me guessing. All right, so best movie for adults again. This is this is almost always one of our most robust conversations because it really drills down to uh, messages. We know that that some content might be as uh, part of some of these movies, and so we always weigh, you know, how do the messages uh, compete against some of the problematic content that we might find? And this was a this was actually a great year because we had some great choices that don't necessarily. Have a ton of content. Um, the nominees this year were, were "Leave No Trace," "Mary Poppins Returns," "A Quiet Place," "Searching," and the documentary. This is the first documentary we've ever nominated. Was "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" Mm-hmm. about Mister Rogers? Mm-hmm. Um, The Plugged In Choice was a movie that probably hardly anybody has seen. It was called Leave No Trace. Um, I think it's actually available on Amazon Prime if anybody's curious. But this was again one of those movies that on Rotten Tomatoes got a 100% freshness rating. One of the best reviewed movies of the year. It is a beautiful father-daughter story that has some some difficult elements, but it is almost completely content-free. It has barely any language no violence no sexual content it's it is uh, a remarkably clean movie even though it's meant for adults and i found it i was the one who reviewed it and i found it just very charming and very touching um i realized that hardly anybody's seen this movie but i think that's a shame because it's really a movie worth seeing
5: well i can tell you i have prime so i did not see leave no trace Uh, I didn't see a quiet place searching Won't You Be My Neighbor, which I want to see. tells you I've got a 13-year-old teenager and what we do with the little bit of spare time that I have. But i got to tell you, I grew up on Mary Poppins. (laughs) I mean, who couldn't couldn't love Mary Poppins? It was a priority, but uh, I look forward to looking uh, to Leave No Trace, especially with your expert opinion on that. And since I can see it free uh, with my prime, (laughs) I'll do that. All right, let's uh, go ahead.
2: Oh no! I was just going to say, "Mary Poppins Returns" was delightful. It was so much fun. So it uh, it missed out on the on our readers' vote just by a little bit. "A Quiet Place" beat it just by a nose, but yeah, it was a it was a pretty great
5: movie. And for us, uh, well, a little bit senior people, the end. Even though I would have liked to have seen both stars, we only saw one from the '60s. But at least it was a nice it was a nice ending for me for nostalgia. Yeah. All right. Let's move on because I got uh, almost out of time here, but the best Christian movie. This is the category I've been waiting to get to. Walk us through this one because some of these are tough to decide. It really is. And, th- and that's really the great thing. Um,
2: when I first started this job way back in 2007, I think that Christian movies were not as strong as they are now. I think that every year Christian movies seem to be getting better and better and better. And I think that this was one of those categories that sort of illustrated that. We had some really great movies to choose from. Uh, God Bless the, the Broken World, God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness. I can only imagine Paul the Apostle, uh, Apostle of Christ in an unbroken path to redemption uh those were the nominees and and we eventually chose for plugged in paul the apostle of christ um i sort of was one of the folks championed in this movie and not just because of the first name you know i have an affinity for the name paul
5: but we know we know about you guys named paul I
2: <laughs> we stick together That's you know right. So, uh, but it was a really fantastic and very, very interesting historical drama that really takes you into ancient Rome uh, in a time of of great persecution, and and walks us through essentially what are the Apostle Paul's last days as he speaks with Luke uh, over over the final the final bit of Acts that Luke is putting together. Um, it's a I think for, for a history guy like me, I love history. Yes. Uh, it was really a fascinating walk through history, and, and I really appreciated some of the performances. The performances were pretty excellent as well.
5: Mm. Well, I saw each and every one of these. Can of tell you where my worldview interest is? And uh, they were all great. I'm just glad I'm not you, and I, I'm not the, the listeners that wrote in to tell you which one was best because I'd, I'd be hard-picked to pick uh, anyone but i tell you i'm very comfortable with paul the apostle of christ uh, because being the leading writer of the new testament in all of his life experiences and so much of the richness of explaining the holy spirit great choice but uh, i would not want to be in your shoes having to pick one of these because boy Unbroken, what a story uh zapparini and then you've got uh, the whole idea about god's not dead uh and only imagine i mean good good night that is just absolutely fantastic but by the way paul Asay is with pluggedin.com, as you know and uh, we want you to go ahead and put that on your favorites plugged also focus in the family.com you can follow him at say paul that's a s a y paul and as always thank you so much for all the work you do even to put into all of these movies tough to keep up with thank you for your ministry Thank you, for folks in the family. Remind my audience, folks in the family is a 501C3 entity, and they rely on your contribution. So if they're there for you, hey, slip them a little support because they do a wonderful job, not only here but around the world. Paula, say we're out of time, but thanks so much, my brother. Look forward to our next visit. Absolutely, Bill. Can't wait. Take care, my friend. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, going to throw you a curveball. If you uh, were looking at today's announcements, well, you know what? We're going to have a chance to do something a little special. Since we've talked about movies during the first hour, we're going to be talking about a brand new book, Wretched Saints, Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God. I'll have the author right here in just a few moments, Pastor Noel Jesse Heikken, and that's coming up next on the Bill Monkley Show. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
14: Here's the latest from SRN News. With well, our News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is signing Bibles in an Alabama church and taking photos with survivors of a deadly tornado outbreak that killed nearly two dozen people. Mr. Trump is surveying the wreckage and visiting with victims on Friday. Volunteer Emily Pike says the president and first lady signed a small Bible owned by her 10-year-old daughter, Meredith Pike. Pike says, quote, she just reached out there and said, Mr. President, would you sign this? And he did. An international arbitration tribunal is ruling that Venezuela must pay ConocoPhillips more than $8 billion as compensation for the government's expropriation of the U.S. oil giant's investments in Venezuela in 2007. The World Bank's tribunal has ruled in 2013 that the expropriation of the ConocoPhillips investments in two heavy crude oil projects violated international law. On Wall Street, the data by 23 points. This is SRN News.
7: Come enjoy chocolate, comedy, and encouragement. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker, Amberly Niece. I'll be in the middle
6: of worship. God
7: is so good. Mm-mm-mm. Okay,
6: who claps like this? Except cheerleaders. Mm-mm-mm.
7: Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk fan club at Let'sTalkFaith.com. Ladies' Night Out, details at Let'sTalkFaith.com. Come on, kids. We're late.
13: Honey, the car won't start.
2: Mom, the dog just sat on my science project.
13: Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com GetEthos.com
12: Imagine doing
5: one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple step, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home and inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a
0: life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose.
3: Join Dennis Prager on the Stand with Israel tour. Book today at 800-247-1899. 800-247-1899. Or click on the Stand with Israel banner at Let's Talk Faith Sacrifice.
10: When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com.
5: Hey, we're back this afternoon, and uh, normally we'd have a chance to talk to our friends out in uh, Los Angeles on the Hollywood Beat with the Movie Guide. But since we just reviewed a a whole lot of movie awards, we have something, a very special feature with you in that place this afternoon. You know, I'm a voracious reader, and uh, I just absolutely enjoy books. Uh, I'm not one that really gets into the electronic book deal because I like the whole of the book. But today we've got a great opportunity to uh, talk about a book that I want to recommend this afternoon. The book is called Wretched Saints Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God. And today we have Pastor Noel Jesse Hennigan, and he's the author of the book. And uh, he is the primary preaching pastor at Riverview. Now, not Riverview, Florida. Going to go a couple of miles up the interstate. In fact, A lot of miles up the interstate uh, because uh, he is in Lansing, Michigan, and they have several campuses there. And uh, in addition to his work, he serves there as the U.S. Midwest Network Director for Acts 29. Now, this is his second book, Wretched Saints, Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God. It's out, uh, actually came out last month, so we got him very fresh. Uh, his lovely bride is Grace, and they have been together for twenty three years since the Lord put them together and they have four children. miss Emma's twenty one Jesse's nineteen, Ethan is seventeen, and Cole is fifteen and uh, you know this book has a purpose, so I'm going to ask you a question and bring and bring uh, Pastor Noel in have you ever wondered if God can really save you? Now, I know we have folks that are Orthodox Christians listening today. I call it Orthodox, that we're, we believe in inerrancies, and, man, we're there. Then we've got some folks listening who may be what we call seekers, and, and they're kind of maybe looking at this, this Jesus thing, and now we know that a lot of people don't really know about the Lord, even though there was a lot of churches in our country. And then we have a third group of folks that were walking with the Lord, and things happened, Satan got involved, and so... They're kind of maybe thinking about coming back so. But the idea is even when you know that you know that you know that you love Jesus, you ask you ask him into your heart, then you may ask the question, are you really saved? So let's go ahead and jump in this because this is what I want Pastor to talk about. And, Pastor, it is so good to have you with us, even though you were in Sarasota a couple of days ago. You were in Orlando. You know what you had to move out of, and you're back up there in the Wretched Cove. But we're just glad to have you anyway.
15: Oh, glad to be with you. It was fun to be in Florida, but I, one of the days I was there, it was cold for you guys. It was rainy and about 63, and that was perfect for me. It was like, it was balmy for me coming from Michigan.
5: Yeah, that's when we put in our artificial log from Sam's Club or Costco. You know, you know, you know how that goes. You just burn one log a day up there, right? <laughs> well, we burned a forest today. There you go. There you go. So tell us about this book, because there's a message here, and I want to make sure that we, we get our audience uh, real excited about picking up this book.
15: Well, you know, the idea behind Wretched Saints is, is, is simply that um, as a pastor, um, I found myself interacting with a lot of uh, folks in my church, believers, uh, you know, Orthodox followers of Jesus, who, who um, at the same time that they, they knew that they believed, they wrestled with whether God could really love them, whether his grace was really still extended to them as they struggled. And what I realized is they had in their life what I like to call a faulty sensor. If you know, like on the dashboard of your car, you get this little blinking check engine light, and you don't know whether it's actually something wrong with your engine right. or the sensor's just bad. And the sensor that was going off in so many's life is they were believing some false things about themselves that were just not true. And um, they were believing um, that they were supposed to be farther along in their spiritual journey or that they were supposed to be more sanctified or whatever. And that when God looked at them, he kind of like tisk tsk you know, <laughs> like he was just perennially unhappy with them. Um, and so it was hard for them to live out uh, the fullness of all that Jesus had called them to because they were kind of stuck Um, And so I wanted to write something that said, listen, um, the primary message of my book is you are wretched, you are beautiful, and you are loved, that all those things are simultaneously true. You are positionally righteous at the right hand of God the Father. You are a saint, but you're also still a wretch. And, And part of that is who you are, and God loves you in that.
5: And, again, even when you just think about wretched saint and then you add those to um, other sort of very um, widespread descriptions, it really gets your attention. But you know what? It talks about not only grace, but it talks about the S word, the S word that if you're not really, um, you know, a really committed Christian, you know, a lot of folks don't use the word sin anymore. And, uh, Pastor, talk about that because in your book, I mean, we are in a fallen culture. And we are, with those of us that, that believe in inerrancy, we believe we were born sinners. Little kids are born sinners because of the fall. Talk about that. Where does sin come from? And uh, But even though we know it's bad, why do we keep getting into those habits?
15: Well, you know, I, I kind of created my own definition of sin because I, I'm always trying to find a way to put it in my people's face in a way they'll actually remember. My definition of sin is any failure to reflect the image of god in nature attitude or action and so when we have a sin nature we're sinners when we have sinful attitudes we sin when we have sinful actions we sin and it flows like that it flows from nature to attitude and action um and so what happens is as a a follower of christ we are given a new nature um and yet we're still dragging around the sinful carcass and Um, And so we still have sinful attitudes and actions that flow from there. We live in a fallen world with a a real Satan who um, are singing siren songs to our flesh. And so we still struggle with sin because of all that. And none of that can we change. We can't change any of that. Um, But then I'm really struck by the fact that one of the main reasons we continue to sin is that we believe lies about ourselves and I think that just might be the only thing that we can actually deal with mm. when it comes to the sin in our life. The other ones we can't deal with. We live in a sinful world. We're, we're dragging our flesh around. Satan's out there. Um, but if we can stop believing lies, um, and really Satan is the accuser of the brethren. It says in Revelation, he does it all day and all night. It's like his full-time job. It's what he does. He accuses brothers and sisters in Christ. If we can stop believing his hateful lies, the only thing that will be left in us is the truth, the truth that Jesus has placed inside of us with his word and, and the Holy Spirit.
5: Mm. Listening to the voice of Pastor Noel Jesse Hennigan. And I want to tell you that you can go to his website right now at com. That's N-O-E-L-J-E-S-S-E.com. That's noeljess e.com and uh, the book that we're talking about is wretched saints transformed that's right transformed by the think about this relentless grace is relentless The the relentless grace of god again the book again we're recommending wretched saints transformed by the relentless grace of god now you know you talked about the lies that we tell ourselves and the lies that come through satan and the doubts that come through satan he's a deceiver he's a liar it's a part of our lives, even though we're Christians. It's this ebb and flow. Just have to check out Job and find out a little bit about that. Check out the Apostle Paul and his challenges. But, but you, you, you you introduce us to another way of thinking and looking at it. And, you know, we have um, truth sensors, I think, as a result of deducing this. And then we have faulty sensors. Well, just like you said, you know, I know sometimes when the gas cap and the car isn't put down, you got the the little light that comes on and says your engine's about to blow up, and it's not. It's just the it's just the emission system. But how do we come to term with this? That that's that's this war that goes on. That's the relentless, the relentless wretchedness. And I know that the, the more we go deeper in Scripture and spend time these days, it, it's a much different thing. But talk about that. Well, you
15: know, for me, a faulty censor is any time um, that you um, believe something about yourself that Scripture does not say, right? And so you begin to – and so there can be all kinds of faulty censors. So there's a faulty censor that says, I am only a saint. And that turns you into a prideful, arrogant jerk. <laughs> and then there's the the, the, um, the faulty sense that says, I am uniquely a wretch. Like a lot of times when we wrestle with our sin, we think I am worse than anyone. Um, But that distinction, by the way, is the Apostle Paul's, because he he said in Scripture that he was the chief of all sinners. So that's (laughs) his. But but we think, I'm uniquely stupid, or I'm uniquely worthless, or I'm uniquely disappointing. And so what happens is we go to one of those two extremes. um, And the truth is, the glorious truth is, those two things together make who you are as a follower of Jesus. You are a wretch that cannot save yourself. And Jesus has saved you and positioned you at the right hand of God the Father. And so what happens is when the faulty censor goes off in your life and and pushes you to one of those extremes, I'm only a saint or I'm only a wretch, when you stare at a false censor long enough, you begin to believe it's true, and the more you believe something's true, the more you act on it. So what I've seen people, I've seen people actually believe their way into identities that are contrary to Scripture because they believe something to be, something false to be true. They stare at it so much, they act on it. Then they begin to believe it's the only thing that's true about them. And then what happens is our response is normally to heap on lots more truth. And I'm all about truth. I'm all about Scripture and Jesus, the way, the truth, the life. I'm all about truth. But sometimes just heaping up one truth to counteract one lie over and over and over doesn't help. Sometimes we just need to go in there and deal with the lie. So to use your car analogy, I'd say open up the engine, reach in, grab that broken, faulty sensor, rip it out, and then your engine's going to run fine. <laughs> and I think that's, that's a thing that we're missing a lot in our, in our sanctification.
5: Absolutely. Now, in your book, Wretched Saints, Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God, uh, Pastor Noel, you write, and this is a direct quote, as a Christian, what you are called to do always flows from what Jesus had already done. What does this mean? Well, see, I think a lot of times
15: faithful followers of Jesus, um, they just want something to do. I I, want to... I want to work um, toward my salvation. And there's a lot of Scripture that you can find. You can find a lot of to-dos in Scripture. Um, but what happens is in Scripture, primarily in the New Testament, but I think you can find this in the whole Scripture, what we do always flow from what Jesus has done. Let me give you an example. Like it, James 2.14, it's it's just a classic passage um, where where James, Jesus' brother, <laughs> says, um, if someone says he has faith but he does not have his work, can that faith save him? Faith without works is dead. I mean, that's a huge to-do statement. You better do some work. But the two verses before that, 12 and 13, say to speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law of freedom or the law of liberty in another translation. And so what happens is because Jesus has set you free, you can now work. And you're going to find that again and again and again in the New Testament. And so what that means is that helps you stand up and say, I am wretched. I, I, I'm still sinful, but Jesus has saved me, and, and Amen. because of that, we now act differently. We work differently, and all, everything flows from what Jesus has already done in our lives.
5: Now, uh, by the way, I want to remind you that that website is noeljesse.com, dot com. and the book, again, to jot down the title, Wretched Saints Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God. Now, this next question is uh, maybe the most uh, important sub-part of our interview because, you know, we've got all these things going in us, our soul and our feelings, and, um, and we kind of go from one to the other, but then also different individuals. Some may be thinking persons, and some may be people who make their decisions based on how they feel. Talk about this because... When we start depending on our feelings or we start going with our feelings, a lot of times we can get in trouble. Sometimes if it's Holy Spirit led, that's guiding us. But a person that is a factual person and just, you know, thinks about uh, the the ABCs, DEFs and dollars as opposed to one that just goes with their flow with their feelings. Talk about those two and, and why it's important to make sure you know where you're deriving your belief system.
15: I think a lot of us, we approach our sanctification, our belief systems, even how we read the Word of God, um, based on whether we are primarily a thinking or a feeling person. Um, And that's okay, because I never want to persecute somebody for their personality. And I want thinking people to be thinking people and feeling people to be feeling people. But what happens is, a lot of times a, a thinking person reads the Bible having already thought through what it's going to mean, and they determine their belief system on their own logic, a feeling person will feel their way into Scripture. And so the problem is we tend to build our theology around our own thoughts and emotions. And what I would argue is that truth needs to be the scaffolding around our thoughts and feelings. And so if truth is the scaffolding around it, then to, then our belief systems are determined based on truth, not thoughts and feelings. And then our thoughts and feelings can follow after the truth. And
5: well, I'll so- tell you what, we're all out of time, but I want to tell you that if you want to understand yourself and the wretchedness of yourself and how God's grace is transforming that, and then how you work through that and you orient your lives through the lens of the gospel This is a book for you. Again, the book is Wretched Saints Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God, written by Pastor Noel Jesse uh, Hankinen, And uh, you can get that where fine books are sold. But go right now to NoelJesse.com, Wretched Saints Transformed by the Relentless Grace of God. I could talk for another hour, Pastor, but we've got a hard break coming up. But I thank you so much for being with us.
15: It has been a blast. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you, my friend. All right, that'll wrap up the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. What reminds you, Zach and I, my son, are heading out to Idaho Baptist Church for the Tony Evans, Jonathan Evans event. Come on out. You don't have to have a reservation, and uh, you can just uh, pay at the door. And I want to tell you, 5 o'clock is for pastors, and 645 is the main event. Over 1,000 folks are already coming. I'd like to see you there. On behalf of all of us at Salem Radio here in West Central Florida, been my honor to be with you today. Joe Weaver producing in, in the steed of Michael Miracle. Tell next Monday at four, live from Tallahassee. I'm Bill Buckley. God bless and have a great weekend.
7: Come enjoy chocolate, comedy, and encouragement. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I'll be in the
6: middle of worship.
7: God is so good. Mm -mm -mm.
6: Okay, who claps like this? Except cheerleaders. Mm -mm -mm.
7: Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club at LetstalkFaith.com. Ladies' Night Out. Details at LetstalkFaith.com.
3: Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll eat again. That's the grim reality for families in Haiti, where conditions have become so dire, riots have begun, making a tragic situation all but untenable. And sadly, it's the children who suffer most. And yet, in the midst of such despair, Food for the Poor has continued to step up in faith, Providing food, clean water, and housing to those in most desperate need. Right now, your one time gift of $80 to Food for the Poor provides for a child in need to have food for a year and clean water for life. Be a voice of hope for those who are hopeless. Call Food for the Poor, 855 353 HOPE. That's 855 353 4673. Or click the Food for the Poor banner